Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you for being with us today. If this is your first time, that is awesome. Welcome. Please take advantage of the links in the description. Find us on social media. We're all over the place on social media. We have a website that you can check out as well. And if you are a returning visitor, I hope you have checked out all of that. In addition, please follow us, like our stuff, um, share the posts, help us reach more people because we need to be fruitful and multiply. Now, what does that mean? We need to share the Gospels, share Jesus, share the Bible with as many people as possible and bring them into the kingdom of heaven. Now, if you agree with that, if you agree with what we're doing, then share one of the videos. You say, well, what if I don't want to? That's okay. You don't have to share. Like them. Follow us. Help us out in that way. Support us in that way. And if you don't want to share, then feel free to contribute financially so that we can boost some posts to reach a broad, broader audience. We can reach more people with the Word of God. That's the point here. That is the whole purpose. It's not about me. It's not about Spencer Kaufman. It's not about any of that. It's not about you. You don't share this video thinking, oh, well, I'm going to share it because guess what? I'm going to get a lot of likes or I'll get a lot of comments. Or you, in the same way, you don't choose not to share it because you're like, well, what will those other people think? Uh, it's not typical of my content. It might not get as many likes or it might not get as many hearts or as many followers or it might hurt my influence or status or something like that. No. If those thoughts are in your head, those are worldly thoughts. we got to be spiritual. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. We've got to let it come out. Use it. It's all about this. We need to share it with as many people as possible. How do we do that? Well, social media is a great place, and that's what we are striving to do, and we would love to have your help and support. Today we're talking about being fruitful and multiplying. Now, as you may have guessed, it's not about sexually being fruitful and multiplying. It's about being fruitful and multiplying the body of Christ. Genesis 1.28, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. He said this to Adam and Eve after he created them in the Garden of Eden. And he said, Hey, fill the earth and subdue it. Unfortunately, what happened was Satan took that away and he subdued the earth. But Adam and Eve still became fruitful and multiplied. God also said this to Noah and his family when they got off the ark. Genesis 9, 7. As for you, be fruitful and increase in number, multiply on the earth, and increase upon it. Now, obviously, when God was saying that to Adam and Eve and to Noah and his family, he meant it twofold. Adam and Eve were the only people on the earth. Increase in number, be fruitful, multiply, have kids. Noah and his family were the only people on the earth. God wiped out everybody else. Be fruitful, have kids. But he wasn't also simply telling them to breed like rabbits. He was saying, be fruitful, multiply, but continue to instill godliness in the future generations. Why? Well, because Adam and Eve failed to do it and I had to wipe out the whole earth with the flood. 
So he's telling Noah, hey, be fruitful and multiply. Don't screw this up. Multiply spiritually as well as physically. Unfortunately, it didn't take long for the rest of them to fall into sin again because Noah's own son, Canaan, became part of the problem. And then a curse upon his whole generation. We talked about that. Cursed generations are a real thing. Check it out on our YouTube channel. Cursed generations. God commands us to subdue the earth. Yes, of course, it has all been given to Satan. Satan took it away from us. But we can still subdue the earth. We live in this world. We are not of this world. Get out there. Be fruitful. Multiply. Increase in number. Share Jesus. Lead others to Christ. That's how you can be multiplying. Matthew 28, 19. This is an excellent verse. This is part of the Great Commission. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's how you are to be fruitful. God wants you to bear fruit. What is fruit? Fruit, like the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, patience, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, on and on. Spiritual gifts. We've talked about using your gifts. Check that out too. This is a great day to check out all kinds of stuff. Use the gifts God's given you. Bear fruit and multiply. Share that fruit with others and let them grow as well. What is this right here? I am bearing fruit. These sermons, every time we post a video or post content, it's fruit. This is a tree here and we're bearing all of this fruit. And we're hoping that this fruit then starts multiplying. How so? Inside each fruit, there's another seed. That seed can grow. People can watch a video and they can learn more about God and they can grow their faith. That seed is, is helping them grow. Not only is that seed growing, but if they're eating that fruit or they're consuming the content, they're getting fed spiritually. They're being fed. So this fruit is, is bringing more people into the kingdom of Christ, growing them in their faith. That's why it's so important to share stuff like this. Share Bible verses. Share Jesus. Share everything you can. Every opportunity you can. You have to be doing this. It's so important, guys. This is the most important thing in the entire world. This is it. This is eternity. We may live here for 120 years. What about the next million twenty? Where are you spending eternity? You have 120 years, a breath, a wisp, that's it, but a moment, a fleeing vapor. <clears throat> what are you doing during that time? Share Jesus. Increase in number, be fruitful, and multiply. We need to be the church. Church is not a building. The church is us. It's a people. You can check out a sermon we had called Be the Church. It's excellent. We need to be the church. We need to be out there every single day when you interact with people. Now, you don't need to come out and ask them if they're a Christian or ask them what they believe, but you can get a feel for it and you can, you can, even, you can ask them. Why not? Be bold and courageous. Ask them, hey, where do you go to church? 
That's a really harmless question. They might say, oh, I don't go. Hey, come with me. I'd love to have you come with me to church. They'll probably say no, but guess what? You tried. You invited. You planted a seed. You made them feel welcome. You weren't weird about it. You didn't shun them. Or they say, oh, I go over here. Hey, that's a great church. I've never been there. Maybe I'll go with you sometime. You could go with and then say, yeah, I'll go with you, but will you come with me? Get them to your church too. Or maybe say, hey, um, that's cool. You know, I found an online church, social media ministries. Let me send you some of their stuff. Or whoever you listen to or whatever. The Bible Project or the Chosen series or some other type of content that you could share with them. Maybe you could get plugged into small groups or studies or serve. The point is you need to always be thinking about how can you multiply the church. Be fruitful, multiply, increase in number. Now we're not saying this because we want to take over the world. We're not some radical movement. We're saying this because that's what Jesus said to do. We want to follow the Bible. It says to love others, be fruitful, multiply. Some religions say that if people don't convert, we kill them. Because they're not fit to be on the earth if they don't believe what we believe. That's wrong. There's no love there. Oh, but I'm killing them in love. No, you're not. It's not in love. Get out there, be fruitful, and multiply. Increase the numbers of the brothers and sisters in Christ. Increase your heavenly family, the body of Christ. Remember, we are the body of Christ. As Christ is the head, we are all members of the body. Don't be afraid to get out there and do it. We've got another sermon, Be Not Afraid. Check that out. Along with that Be the Church, Be the Body of Christ. There's a series playlist you can check out according with that one too. All kinds of stuff. We've got all kinds of resources that can help you with this. Don't be afraid to share the gospel. Get out into the world. Listen. Listen to what God commands. What does he command? Well, we just read Matthew 28, 19. Let's go to Acts. Acts 1, 8. <clears throat> Turn with me if you have your Bibles. Why? Why would you turn with me? Well, because it's very important for you to use your Bible. You have to use it. Acts 1.8 But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to all the ends of the earth. Now this was when Jesus was taken up into heaven. He said, hey, Go, make disciples of all nations. Preach. You will be my witnesses all over the place, all over the world. He's calling you. You have a purpose. You have a calling. Maybe you don't know what you're supposed to do in this world. Guess what? I'm telling you what you're supposed to do in this world. You're supposed to bring others to Christ. You're supposed to share Jesus. You're supposed to get out there and tell others about the Bible. Salvation is the greatest gift you can ever receive. When you get a good gift, what do you do? You show other people. Show people. Get out there. Show them. Tell them about it. Don't be afraid or ashamed. Be not ashamed, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Do not be ashamed. 
Now you're saying, wait a minute, you're, you're, you're way too pushy. You're, you're, you're making me uncomfortable. I just want to listen and learn and grow myself. Guess what? Get out of your comfort zone. Seriously, get out in the world and share Jesus. Be the light. You do not put your light under a bowl. No, you put it on a stand for everyone to see. You need to be a light. In the same way, Jesus also says salt. What, what, if, if you're the salt of the earth, when it is no good, it's thrown out and trampled by men. You've got to be salty. Be the salt. That means full of flavor. We got to be out there. Saltiness sometimes doesn't go very well. Some people use it as like, oh, you're salty today. Yeah, guess what? I'm salty every day. And right now, maybe you're feeling that. You're like, man, this is kind of uncomfortable. I'm a little uneasy. That's the salt and the bright light. Get out there. Now, you don't have to be this energetic, but, but this is what it calls for sometimes. I gotta stir you up. The spirit is within you. I gotta light that fire and get you out there and going, motivate you. This is the best thing you can ever do. When you start listening to Jesus and following with what he wants you to do, and that is sharing him with other people, and you're like walking with Jesus, and you're and you're all of a sudden like he's like, hey, go talk to that person. Hey, go tell them about me. Hey, ask them to church. See if they have a Bible study. Ask them a simple question like, excuse me, do you have the Bible app on your phone? Hey, have you ever heard of social media ministries? Hey, uh, what version of the Bible do you prefer? King James, NIV, ES? These are all harmless questions. And you say, well, I don't want to offend anyone. Well, I'm a white guy and they're black and if I ask them about that, they might think that I'm... No. Or I'm a black guy and I don't want to talk to whites because of this Black Lives Movement and the white people... No. Or, well, that guy's an Arab and I don't want to ask him about the Bible because he could be Muslim and he might... No. Or this guy's Jewish and I don't want to offend him. No. These are all harmless questions. And people will not be offended. Unless you're intentionally being offensive, which in that case, you have a problem. You need to be doing it out of love. Ask them, hey, look, for example, this is an NIV. I like the NIV. You could ask them. Ask them these easy, simple questions. Get to know them. And, and you may never see them again, and that's fine. But guess what you did? You planted a seed. They may go home and be like, you know what? Some weirdo today at Starbucks asked me what type of Bible I like. So what? Now he's thinking about the Bible. Maybe he'll go home and open his Bible and see what he has. Someone asked me if I heard of whatever, the Chosen series or the Bible Project or social media ministries or whatever. They may go home and type that up and start watching and something there might change their life. You don't know, and it's not your place to know. It's your place to go act in faith. And when you start doing that, when you start listening to God's calling on your life, you say, wait a minute, it's not my calling. I'm not, I'm not a preacher. It is your calling. Everyone is called to do this. Yes, it's, it's your subtle calling. It's there. It's in everyone. 
Then you have a main calling, which is like you're called to be a doctor or a lawyer or this or that. You're called to a profession in this earth. This is our spiritual calling. Then you have an earthly calling. Your spiritual calling is to go and be fruitful and multiply. So every single day, whenever you're out with people, start listening and acting upon that spiritual calling. Talk to people. Hey, where do you go to church? Oh, I go to the mosque. I've never been to a mosque. I don't know what they do. Now, you could go and learn educationally, but don't go and, and try to convert everyone while you're there. You've got to be respectful. And don't go and support it, because obviously it's supporting something that's not of God. So that would be leading you away. But you could learn. Get out there and listen. And when you start listening, when you start feeding the Spirit and you start following that spiritual calling, all of a sudden you're going to feel something inside of you. You're going to be like, wow, I have this nice energy. You'll be like, man, I feel so at peace. Wow, I sleep really good at night. I wake up every day and I'm refreshed. You know what? I've noticed my back doesn't hurt much anymore. I've noticed my, my arm isn't hurting much anymore. Wow. I just have a spring in my step. Why? Guess what? Because the spirit is more powerful than the flesh. And the spirit is within you and it's making everything better. Don't believe it? Try it. What do you have to lose? Seriously. You've got nothing to lose. It's not like I'm saying, hey, pay me 50 bucks and I'll tell you what you can do to make your life better. No. I'm telling you. Do this and make your life better. You have nothing to lose. Try it. Try for a month. Start listening to the prompts in your head and follow Jesus. Share him with others. Be not afraid. Get out there and guess what? Things will start happening in your life. This isn't some secrets of success or magic tips of the wealthy or uh, power of the super successful. This has been around for thousands of years and it's right here to tell you exactly what to do to live an excellent life. Worried about what you're going to say? Don't be. Don't be worried about what you're going to say, ever. Even if you have the moment, if God's kind of prompting you, like, hey, go talk to that person. And you're like, I don't know, I'm not really feeling called. I don't really feel led. I, I'm not sure. Well, guess what? Walk over there, take the first steps in faith, and then God will continue. He's not going to leave you there. He's not going to bring you somewhere and leave you high and dry. He will guide you and tell you what to say. Luke 12, 12 says, For the Holy Spirit will teach you at the time what you should say. So you say, well, I don't know what I would say. Guess what? At the time. It means if you're in line at Starbucks and God's saying, go talk to that guy about Jesus or pray with that guy sitting over there on the table, you're not going to be in line thinking of, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to ask him how he's doing. I'm going to ask him for his name. I'm going to ask him about his family. Then I'm going to ask him this. No. God says at the time. That means you're going to walk over there. You have no idea what's going on. You're walking over there. Hi, excuse me. Boom. All of a sudden it comes upon you. And you know what you're going to say at that time. God also said that to Moses. Moses was like, hey, I don't want to do this. I, I don't speak very well. I stutter or something. And God's like, too bad. I I'll tell you what to say. Moses still wouldn't listen, so he said, fine, take your brother Aaron with you, but I'm going to be mad about it. Go do it. 
If you want to go with someone, get your friend. Go out two by two, just like the disciples. It'd be great. The point is, get out there and share Jesus. There is no greater calling than sharing the gift of Christ with others. It's really incredible, truly incredible. Romans 10, 15. And how can they preach unless they are sent? I'm sending you. Get out there. And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Make your feet beautiful. Bring good news. Share Jesus with others. Be fruitful and multiply. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this powerful and inspiring message. I ask that you would put the fire inside of each and every one of them. Make them salty and full of light. Get them out there sharing you with each and every person they know. Whether it's on social media, sending text messages, messenger, Instagram, whatever it is, get them out there sharing you in some way with every single person they can. Make them not afraid, not ashamed. And if they lose some friends because of it, then that's all right. They don't need those friends anyway. They need you. Get them out there living for you and help them understand that there is no greater calling than to walk and follow you each and every moment of every single day. Fill them up with your spirit so that they see how, it's, how it changes their lives. How all of a sudden things are so much brighter and better around them. That their interactions with others are so much more peaceful and joyful that they sleep better at night, that their body is healed, that, that life is just full of joy and sparkle and brightness each and every day because they're choosing to live in obedience to you and follow what you have to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Seriously, give it a try. Get out there and share Jesus and see what it does for you. God bless.